Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. With how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. Again, once I was selected, I guess um, uh, Dave and Josh, they might have suggested me to the NFL. And then from there, once I was selected, they went about a process. I wasn't in charge of selecting the staff, but thankfully got the guys and the gals that we got. I mean, it's really, it's really good staff. It's been really, I've been really fortunate to work with these people, uh, getting to know them over Zoom while we were on vacation, some of us. And then now that we got a chance to work together, it's been a lot of fun. There's so many guys in this game and in the draft who transferred on second, third school. How do you view that? Can it help them because you know they acclimate? Or do you wonder, do you have to ask them all why? Why did you do <laughs> I'm not even to that point. You know, it's just so short after the season. And just, again, I haven't coached in college in so long, so I don't even know about it. I'm constantly asking, so the guy was able to transfer? I mean, I didn't, I didn't know any of these rules. So I haven't gotten to that point yet, but I'm sure at some point I'll say, hey, why did you transfer? But... From what I'm hearing, again, some of the reasons, I, I, it might be financial reasons why they're transferring. I don't know, but I'm just pleading ignorance on the NIL and all that. I, I don't know anything about that stuff right now. Tom Brady announces retirement this morning. There's a sense of relief that he's out of the league this time. Tom, I mean, I, I just love watching Tom play football, man. You know, just... Haven't been there for seven years together with him in New England. Um, I didn't see anything about the uh, announcement, but um, I just know that he's the best football player I've ever been around in terms of just competitive spirit, great guy. I still remember the first day I met him. First day I met him, I was a quality control coach at New England, and it was during it was maybe like a January or February, I think, and I was over there riding the bike, and I had my hoodie on, and all of a sudden somebody taps on me. And I look up and it's like Tom Brady, and he is, I'm like, he's like, hey, I'm Tom. He had to come introduce himself to me. And I mean, I, I don't even think I said my name. <laughs> so nervous, but he, he's great. He's great. great. He was already Tom Brady at that point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was already Tom Brady. I'm, I was just Pat Graham. So, like, you know, so it, it, it was pretty, I still remember clear as day, clear as day that moment. It was, it was pretty cool. So, I mean, congratulations. If that's what happened, I, I just don't, I, I didn't read about it, but, you know, love Tom, love Tom. What's your favorite part about being here and evaluating the talent, you know, just talking to the players? What do you think is your favorite part of the process? Uh, one, the head start, you know, you know, it's, it's, you know, if you get a head start, that's always good. Two, just getting time to spend with them one-on-one in the meeting room. Um, then also in the, out there on the field, I would say, just be able to say, okay, let me see if he can handle this adjustment right now. I'll tell him to adjust something and see if he does it the next rep to see how immediate they could do it, and that's been a good uh, process right there to see that live and in action. That's been good too. That's our kind of the back end of that. I mean, last year mm-hmm. you know, during the Senior Bowl, Neil Carroll was the guy that you drafted. You mm-hmm. played here, Mobile Native. You know, kind of 
uh, what was the process of looking at him and how much do you kind of take into that process moving forward as well? I just like, again, I don't think I'm in the minority on this, but I like big guys that are hard to block. So that's that's the main criteria right there on defensive line. Big guys that are hard to block. He, I was just watching some of the tape from last year. Like, he was hard to block, and then, you know, he made some strides for us this season. He knows he has a long way to go, but big guys that are hard to block and use their hands, I'll take them, as many of them as possible. So. It's only been a day out there, but have you identified any positions of strength so far for your team? Uh, hard. I mean, again, you know, you're dealing with an all-star roster. You know, you got a lot of good players at different spots, but hard to identify a particular position. But I've been pleased with the way guys worked. You know, guys were out there working. I thought the big guys, it got warm out there yesterday. And, you know, we, we piled the reps on them a little bit, and they, they worked hard and competed. I thought that was good. Try to stay off the ground. You know, that's a big thing there. So, I, and again, naturally, my eyes tend to go over there to the big guys. So I promised the DBs and all the skill guys, so I'll try to watch you guys today. So, but again, you, you might see me naturally float over there, but, you know, that's just, that's just what happens. You guys have a lot of defensive frames coming up. Uh, how are you going to navigate, I guess, the next couple of months? That's, that's a Dave and Josh question right there. Sorry. <laughs> from, a, from a schematic standpoint, uh, will things have to change, or do you, are you where you are? Coaches, you'll find out. We adjust to whatever the roster is, whatever the situation is. That's what we get paid to do. So, however, you know, again, Dave and Josh and Champ, those guys put the roster together, you know, with some input from the coaches when we go through the process. But I trust them all the way, and we, we just got to figure it out from there. Is there one place in defense you feel like, all right, this is I just want good players. <laughs> good players to help here. They need to be able to help stop the run and the pass. You know, that, that, that works out. I, I think that's safe. I think they, they, they can inmate hard to block and get tackled. If they can do all that stuff, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Sean Yeah. <laughs> no, congratulations to him. I mean, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, he's a great coach. You know, I, a lot of great stories from going against the Saints when he was coaching, you know, whether, you know, it's the personnel, mixing that stuff up, the scheme. Uh, I, I know this. He does, does a great job of utilizing his uh, talent and knows where to put his players. He, The one thing you can say about Sean, just from my experience going against him, he knows his roster and he knows how to use them. He's going to use everybody that's up for the game. So that, that's, that's always fun to go against because it's a challenge, you know, with the experience he has the tough, and the toughness that his teams have played with, you know, having practiced against his teams in training camp before, the toughness, uh, you see that obviously it comes out. It, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be a fun division. Be a fun division. Why do you think the second half of the season is more reflective of I just think just, I mean, again, naturally just when you guys get used to each other, you know, in the first year and then, you know, guy, you know guys get used to each other, get um, used to the scheme and just kind of grow from there. You kind of being out here at the Senior Bowl and then the Shrine Bowl being out in Vegas, how much do you guys have such close access to these two games really, you know, how does that make you confident going into the draft? I, again, I think it's a head start, you know, like, again, unfortunately they make it to the playoffs, so you get a head start there, then now you get... Get, in terms of the process, you get to be around the guys. That's a head start because the film is the film. You know, we talk about the film is their resume that gets them in the door. Then, like these all-star games, and then when you start meeting them, those become the interviews. So, like right now, I told the guys when I met with them the other day, I said, "This is your first interview." I said, "So you're on your interview. You got in the door with your resume with the film. 
now this is your first interview, and, and thankfully I get to be part of that first interview and just get my hands on them. So I, I, I'm cherishing the experience. Tell me, tell me a little bit about Grady Brown. Oh, sorry. Here tell me go. a little bit about working with Grady Brown this week as your defensive coordinator. I, I, like, I met Grady last year when um, I went up to visit with uh, the Pittsburgh, and I argue one of my most fun football days was up there with those guys, Mike, Grady, uh, Denzel, and we had a great football day. Like, no lie, like one of my best football days ever in my life. We just talked ball for like, I don't know, 12 hours. You know, we took a little break for uh, for lunch and it was cool, but really excited for him to get the opportunity here to uh, be able to coordinate. Again, a chance for people to see him coach in terms of, you know, controlling the room, controlling the whole group, and it's been, it's been good. It's been good to see him do that. We hear a lot about uh, this time of year about red flags. Is there anything that's like the opposite of that, where, you know, little things where you just see it and you're like, that's a football player right now. That's a guy who <laughs> Defensively, if they can get the ball, that's good. If they're hard to block, that's always good. Are you talking about on the field or off the field? Uh, you know, I told I said everything's being evaluated. I said we're evaluating you guys how you operate in the meeting room. So you've already seen some guys that are just natural leaders. I guess that would be a green flag. Just natural leaders in the meeting room in terms of the guys staying back to make sure all the water bottles are picked up. I said I, I said I'm paying attention to that. You know, like you say, hey, we're going to be respectful of people working here. And you see some of the guys that are naturally doing it. The guys that are making sure everybody's on time naturally doing that. I mean, that's, that's a, that would be a green flag to me, I guess. But just, And again, does it mean they, they could play football? I don't know. But like, it's, it's, it's not negative. It's not negative. So. How'd you get hooked up with the last year? So we just talked to football and stuff. It was, it was, it was a good good experience to go over there and just talk ball to those guys, with those guys. Had a lot of fun. Mike just invited you. Right, that, that's what's we... <laughs> What's up, Mike? What's up? Hey, uh, as a defensive coordinator, you have a system. When you come in, do you make the players fit that system mm -hmm. or do you make your system fit the talent that you have? To me, it's all about adjusting to what you have on the roster. You, you got to do that. I mean, Again, the fundamentals and the core principles that you believe in or that are directed by the head coach and also tie in with the general manager and ownership, what they want there. But like, really the idea is to make sure you're able to adjust because you can be one injury away if you're trying to fit everything based on Pete. Like, you could be one injury away, but certain principles you have in terms of setting the edge in the run game, tackling in space and in line, you know, defending the deep part of the field, that's core principles schematically I mean, you gotta be able to adjust based on who you have. Other than Patrick Mahomes, what's another challenging quarterback that you face? <laughs> okay, I got the list right here. <laughs> All right, so you got you got you got Herbert, you got Russell Wilson. Uh, who else do we have this year? Uh, Mac Jones is tough. Um, God, see now I'm gonna get in trouble for forgetting guys. See now I gotta go down the whole list. <laughs> My bad. Okay, Gino was came on this year. Gino had a hell, a hell of a year. Um, all of, them, all of them are tough, man. All of them are tough, man. These, these guys, I mean, all these guys are tough. A lot, you see what's happening. A lot of these guys are presenting problems, issues, not only in the run, but also in the pass. Not only in the pass game, but also in the run game. The quarterback, the, the coaches are giving them more freedom at the line of scrimmage, and these guys are so smart to be able to get in and out of checks. I mean, it's interesting how the game's going and how these guys are progressing, and it's creating challenges. I mean. You know, the guy, the rookie for 49ers gave us trouble. You know, like, he, and he, he gave a lot of people trouble. He won 10 games straight. I mean, this guy's a good player. You know, they're coming in, and the coaches are doing a good job of preparing them. So, they, all, 
I mean, it's the NFL. They're all pretty good. I always say they're, I always talk about one of 32. There's only 32 of them in the world. I mean, again, I mean, I'm one of whatever many coaches there are in the world. You guys, no offense, you guys are one of whatever many. There's only 32 of them dudes in the world, man. I mean, it is what it is. They're pretty good, pretty good. Obviously, you're the football mind and you're the head of the operation, but how much insight do you get from guys like Max or Chandler when not like looking at them with guys and being like, you know, these guys could come and play with us like right now? What do you? I'm always looking for insight from the players, especially, again, that's how I learned football, you know. Again, obviously, I grew up under uh, Bill, Matt, Patricia, Pepper Johnson, you know, and then some of the other guys I've worked with. Um, but, like, the players, I've learned so much from the players over my career. I would say it's hand-in-hand in terms of the, what I've learned from the players. So my experience from that, whether, you know, learning from Vince Wilford, learning from Gerard Mayo, Dante Hightower, and now coming here and just being able to – I listen to what those guys have to say. They've earned the right to be able to, you know, have some input in terms of what, what they are thinking or to get an idea of how they see it. Because I, I don't have those eyes. I wasn't a very good player. You know, I'm a coach. I could see the tape. But I was never that guy that had, I wasn't a good player. So to get from their set of eyes, it, it always helps, in my opinion. Time for one more. You guys got Coach, obviously being in the NFL for a long time, how have you really seen the defense change over time? What do you think the state of defense in the NFL is right now? I've been in the NFL for a long time. I don't appreciate that part. <laughs> Y'all need to edit that. I'm still young, man. Yeah, I'm still young. So, okay. How has it changed? I mean, it seems like they get bigger and faster. <laughs> I mean, they, it seems like they, the 40 times, I mean, you got D-line. I mean, look at Max Crosby. I mean, like, this guy, I mean, like, he's six whatever. He's, and he runs or whatever. I mean, like, he's just, there's, they're, they're getting bigger and faster, it looks like. But in terms of schematics, schematically, I think some of the stuff that's creeping up from college, you know, like, we've had to adjust to that, you know, uh, whether it's the RPO game, some of the quarterback run game stuff. Um, that stuff is starting to creep in there. And even the one that's really, that I think, is really interesting in how the offenses are using it is the run game from college. Not necessarily the quarterback run game, but how they tie in the RPO and some of the pin pool stuff that happens that um, creates some issues for defense. So we're having to do some adjusting to it. You see it come up in the games. You'll see it come up, you know, again, the spread offense. Again, a lot of people think it's spread to pass the ball. It's spread to run the ball. It's to put the it's to put the inside backers in run pass conflict, and and it's, it's really I mean I want to say it's innovative, but it's just it's just really interesting how they do that, and it presents some issues, and we got to handle it because it's still a passing league, but you got to be able to stop the run, so that's one of the things there. Yep. Thanks, coach. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather, and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube, and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com.